0: Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to The show, but first and foremost, a big, big performance from Arizona, maybe the performance of the year. What happened and what does it mean going forward? We're going to discuss that all here on Locked On Wildcats. You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, Arizona, Washington. This was a game that I think a lot of people thought was going to be a massive blowout, and it had all the uh, it had all the looks of being a blowout very early on. Arizona gets down two touchdowns, and Arizona had the ball to start the game as well. Noah Fafita looked pretty shaky out there. All of that, and then after that. Arizona settled down and Arizona started to catch a little fire. Now you got to remember here, a couple things about Washington. Washington is a team that is probably one of the top five, six teams in the country. And if they're not, they are right there. This is a team that could easily, and I mean easily be in the national championship game. They are that good. And not only that, not only that, this is his team, too, that has loaded NFL players across the board. As good as SC is, I think Washington is clearly a step above the rest right there. This is an awesome, awesome team. And Arizona hung with them. And you know what? We're going to talk about the defense first. We'll talk a lot about Noah Fafita, but we're going to talk about the defense. I know the Washington, you just look at the box score, and it's like, all right, well, how good could Arizona really have been? Because Washington put up so many yards. At the end of the day, this is it. This is a scoring game right here. Not only is it a scoring game, it's a team that you know when you go out there that if you know that you're going to give up 31 points to Washington, you are going to take that every single day of the week. And not only are you going to take that every single day of the week, this is going to be the type of game where you're like, all right, you know, if we can't get 32 points, then that's uh then that's too tough for us. I'm really kind of at that point with uh, the Wildcats. You gave up 31 points. Now you forced a couple turnovers, and not only that, Washington in the second half didn't move the ball the way that uh, they've have in previous games. And what I mean by that is you scored 10 points. And not only did you only just score 10 points, you had a uh you had a squad out there that was Kind of on the ropes there at the end of a game, and uh, not only that, I think that it's fair to say that uh, I think it's fair to say that uh, Arizona, I think, drastically outperformed expectations. I think you can easily make the case that this was their best performance of the season, and if it wasn't their best performance of the season, it was right there. They were really, really, really good. Um, now, you know, again, I'm not going to say that it was all perfect. But, I will say that um, across the line, Taylor Upshaw, we've talked about him all season. He's been exactly what Arizona needed. And not only has he been that, he's been able to get after the passer consistently every single game. And not only every single game, he's gonna probably finish with around 10 sacks this season. That is something that uh, that is something that Arizona fans not used to. Not only are they not used to it, you don't really have a uh, you don't really have any kind of a track record of that since Scooby Wright 10 years ago. And so, again, Taylor Upshaw has been really, really good, as has this entire D-line. Uh, Tia Savea, again, looked really, really good. Um, this D-line has been very good for the Cats. And honestly, I was OK with the secondary as well. I thought no, Ephesians Priceock, um, all things considered, played pretty well. Um Overall, though, I don't have many concerns about the defense, and honestly, that would have been something that going into the season, (laughs) not only would I have had some problems with the defense and some real concerns, but I would have also probably thought that Arizona was going to uh, lose games based off their defense. That hasn't been the case this year. There hasn't been one game that Arizona has lost where you were like, all right, um, yeah, that was because of the defense. It's because of the offense, which we're going to get to here right now. Let's talk about Noah Fafita. All right, Noah Fafita started out, uh, he struggled to start off. And not only um, did he struggle uh, did he struggle to start off, he was kind of at the point where you're like, is this a little bit too big for him right here? But not only did he settle down, he also, did. not only did he settle down, he kind of balled out, to be honest with you, uh, the rest of the game. Um, in that second half, uh, multiple touchdown passes. And keep in mind, too, three touchdowns, one pick. Uh, you know, two hundred and forty yards. That he was better. At, he was better every game, or he was better in this game than Jaden Delora has been the entire season. And not only that, uh, I think it's fair to say that he's just clearly better. And not only is he clearly better, he just fits the offense better than I think. What Jaden Delora wants to do, I mean, let's be honest here. JDL has got some real talent for sure, but JDL is also very, very, very hit or miss. And this year, he's just not been good enough. Um, not only has he not been good enough, it doesn't seem like the team really. Uh, it doesn't seem like the team really uh, really responds to him. And not only do they not respond to him, they. You can kind of see why, because there's really no rhyme or reason for what he's doing out there half the time, and I think that's what's concerning. If you're a Wildcat fan, that you're wondering what's going on out here. Why isn't this dude doing more? Why isn't he doing this? And I think that uh, I think it's also now fair to say that you've got a real QB controversy. Now, again, I would this is just a guess, but I'm guessing that Jed Fish is going to go back to a JDL. Um, he clearly likes Jade and Delora, but I wouldn't. And uh, not only would I not, I'm like I said, I'm riding this this player the rest of the season because I want to see what I got. And not only do I want to see what I got, I think it's fair to say that we're also kind of at the stage now where you have a sample size that for JDL this season, where you got eight halves of pretty bad football or eight halves of pretty bad football with Noah Fafita. You got a half of really good football, a half of bad football, and you got a couple drives where he essentially won you the game, won you the game. Um, so that's kind of where we're at with that. Now let's take a quick break. Come back though. And we're going to talk about what this means for SC. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about where, what this means going forward. I think it's definitely fair to say that uh, we are at the point now where Arizona, Arizona is going to be a tough out if they play like they did against Washington, and I think it's fair to say that they can beat SC Arizona for whatever reason plays SC tough, and I've watched SC a lot this year. It's hard not to watch because they're on TV. Uh, it's uh, they're on TV all the time. But not only are they uh not only are they not that good, their defense isn't that good. And I don't really put anything past Arizona in this game. Again, I think Arizona is going to move the ball, and not only do I think they're gonna move the ball, I think they're going to also be able to be at the point where it's going to be, I think it's gonna be fair to say that Arizona is Arizona can hang. Again, you watch SC, the one thing that you will notice about them is that, yes, offensively, they are an absolute juggernaut. But defensively, they're not very good. And defensively, not only are they not very good, they're also kind of – they're just kind of there, to be honest with you. And not only are they just kind of there, they're also at the point, too, where it's like, are you really getting that much better? Can you really – and you feel like that – you feel like that upset – is about to happen at some point. I think if you're Arizona, you're just hoping that – I think you're just hoping that uh, it can happen this week. I think that there's a very real chance that Arizona wins. But a big part of that is if Noah Fafita plays. Because Noah Fafita, again, has shown, I think, that you're also kind of watching a dude who is kind of at the stage where you know that uh, he's ready for this. In that second half, he was – he was lights out, and not only was he lights out, he was also able to get the receivers the ball in ways that Jaden Delora hasn't. Like I said, how many times have we watched Jaden Delora this year? And the one thing is, all right, there he goes, JDL. He's going to uh, he's going to run the ball around a little bit, or he's going to run around kind of like a chicken with his head cut off and then just wing it, do whatever the case may be. That's not been the case at all with uh, Noah Fafita. Again, the one thing about Noah Fafita is he's not going to lose you games. And I think that's a good thing because Arizona has enough talent at this point. And I think this is very fair to say that Arizona's got enough talent at this point that you don't need to go out there and just show that, all right, we uh, we need to be able to do this. We need to get a Brett Favre performance out of our quarterback. You don't really need that, right? right now. And not only do you not really need that, I think it's fair to say that Arizona is now at the stage where if you can play mistake-free football, you are going to be in a lot of games. And not only are you going to be in a lot of games, you can win those games. What Noah Fafita does is he gives you that opportunity to be able to win those games. SC is a perfect example. Just first of all, don't turn the ball over against SC because if you don't turn the ball over this week or over against SC, you're going to like your chances most likely because again, Arizona, I think, is probably at the stage where T-Mac is going to be able – like at this stage, you know, T-Mac is one of the top five or six wide receivers in the entire country. And if anybody doesn't think that, then they obviously don't know – they obviously don't know football. And um, I think that it's also fair to say that you watch them and you're like, all right, um, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's fair to say that uh, these wide receivers – are awesome. Jacob Cowing, T Mac, great. And then the offensive line is good enough. So just don't do dumb things out there. Now, from the running game perspective, I was actually, I was actually fairly enthused by the offensive line against Washington. And not only was I somewhat enthused by the offensive line against Washington, I think it's also a line that is going to continue to get progressively better. And not only continue to get progressively better, get to the point where. Pretty much game in and game out, we are uh, going to know that you are going to get a steady performance from them. uh, of a, uh parent of a uh, one of the UVA of offensive linemen said, "Have we noticed that uh, this team right now is kind of they don't do the dumb things anymore? They don't uh, get the false start penalties. They don't, uh, you know, get the meaningless meaningless plays where it's like, all right, what exactly was that right there?" Um, I think it's now fair to say that. Arizona is in that spot, but again, you got to be able to get steady performances. Now, again, you can't start out slow. That's the other thing. Arizona has started out slow in pretty much every single game this season. And that obviously becomes a real problem at some point because you can't have that time and time and time again, where you're like, all right, well, here we go again. We're going to start out slow because Arizona, while they are, while they are not that or they're not that good, they're also not that bad but you've got to be able to get uh, mitigate those slow starts right there and other than that Arizona's at the point now where I think it's time to rock and roll I still believe this is a six win team um and not only that I do believe that uh, I do believe that this team is going bowling um you know if you would have told me to be three and two that's probably what I would have thought you got some tough games obviously coming up here but this is the one game that I don't think that you could have beaten. And not only can you uh, – I don't think that you could have beaten them. It just kind of was going to be a tough game all the way around. That's not the case anymore. We're now at the stage where Arizona, you play smart football, you got a good chance of winning. And let's be honest here. SC has not looked great this season. There hasn't been one time where you're like, oh, man, dude, SC. I don't know how Arizona's going to be able to hang with them because they haven't, uh, they haven't looked good pretty much all year. And – I, again, I, I watch, I've i watched them uh, Watched them quite a bit against Colorado, kind of the same thing. I mean, I know you get up early, but then you let the team back in. If you've got a fight, if you've got a uh, a pulse, you're going to have a real chance of uh, beating SC. And a big part of that, though, I do believe is Noah Fafita. Noah Fafita, I think, has to be out there because I don't believe the JDL gives you the best chance to win. And not only do I not believe the JDL give, not, doesn't give you the best chance to win, I think it's also kind of you start questioning why is, why is, why is Noah not getting the ball? Why is Noah not getting that uh, the same kind of chance that some of these other dudes are getting? That's where we're at though. I think with this team and I think where we need to be able to uh, where we need to be able to look at, but on that note, we want to get this post game show reaction in here. We will be back with you tomorrow. We're in day by day mode, as you all know. So again, thanks a ton. We'll be back with you tomorrow. You have been listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball podcast.